I forgot which number this is. I think it's 91. Uh, no, it's 92. Okay. DTS 92 Crucible and Sandbox changes are in. Some for the win, others causing controversy. All that and more coming up. Listening to Destiny the Show. What is up, everybody? My name is BBK Dragoon. Welcome to Destiny the Show. Joined as always by my great co-host Diddy. How was your week? What did you play? My week was really, really good. I just got a haircut and uh, trimmed my beard a little bit, so it's getting a little hotter. So I figured I'd get rid of some of that extra hair, keeping me hot. Oh my gosh. Losing man points this week? Who cares Oof. about the heat, dude? I know. I'm sorry, Actually, fans. I'm not bearded. Beard. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag um, beard. Played a lot of Destiny this week. I found uh, uh-huh. Lorca Zero friend of the show. We got some uh, some raid groups going. And Are we going to make him a clan called friend of the show? <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. He's the only member. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh yeah i re-rolled my new monarchy exotic class item told you i got that last week uh-huh. i forgot that it had rolled into like strength and i was just using it yeah and uh but since it's an exotic item uh, i forgot glass needles were a thing and i had 30 of them so i'm like oh i can re-roll this exotic so i re-rolled it into a intellect discipline build um so now it looks really good does it match your setup better yeah, it does. I still have the tier five intellect discipline on my night stalker, and some people say intellect strength is better on the night stalker, but I like throwing grenades too much. I'm sorry. <laughs> nice. Played Destiny this week. Did some PvP with Cat and Sassy and Azure, and then did you guys raid yesterday? We did. Yeah, we okay, uh, cool. did hard mode on King's Fall. Didn't get through the whole thing, but uh, we we got through some of it. Cool. I got the Visible Hand new Monarchy ship, so I now have Visible Hand and nice. Armor of Vows. It's still not the sweet one that you have, dude. The new Year 2 new Monarchy one is pretty <laughs> pretty sexy. But And then I played Counter-Strike Global Offensive. I've been playing CSGO the last couple weeks. A long time ago, like last summer, I played a bunch of like ranks because we had a friend group that was doing it, and I got Gold Nova 2 for the ranks, but apparently like they had a giant rebalancing and restructuring of like the distributions to make it match more of a normal curve and i started in silver one like two weeks ago i'm now silver elite and i'm hoping to bust through gold here pretty soon it's a fun game man gotta admit i'm enjoying it quite a bit when i'm not doing destiny tuesday the update man we got our final stream going it was basically like a patch notes stream Different people coming in talking about the changes to PvP, reviving, weapon balance changes, and then, of course, the Warlock subclass changes. That's the main one that's causing controversy. Cough, cough, Firebolt. If you've not <laughs> caught up with anything this week, we're going to walk you through what we felt the important changes were. It's very key to note that the patch notes are not out yet. And guess what? We're recording this show Sunday, April 10th. The update comes out April 12th, and that will be the day the patch notes come out. 
there was going to be a lot in the patch notes that was not covered in yeah, the stream. A lot of detail. Tons of numbers. And there will be some big red flag stuff that a lot of people are like, whoa, no way. And that will not be in this week's show because of the timing of how it all works. So this will be recapping the information that was from the Bungie live stream, the final one. And that will lead us right into the update pretty well. First bit of news we have here is actually BBK Dragoon and I, we have created a Destiny the Show Discord for you guys to use. That link will be in the show notes and posted on Twitter, the clan page. We wanted to create this uh, platform for all DTS listeners to uh, join up and just talk to other DTS fans. There's general chat, LFG chat of all the different consoles and then once you find your group you can enter the voice channel just an easier way for uh fans of the show listeners you guys to group up instead of you know posting on the bungee clan page and you know 18 hours later getting a response oh yeah i can raid and like oh well 18 hours later got something else to do so it's going to be a little bit more real time and that'll just allow you guys to group up a little bit better so hope you guys uh, enjoy that might be a good way to meet some folks. If you guys have not used Discord, it is a voice over IP like communication app as well as an IRC. So you can chat with others. It's a really nice, slick designed piece of software that's useful for streamers, useful for people who want to avoid using Skype because Skype has a boatload of just dumb things about it and security exploits. Right now, it's kind of a soft launch of the DTS Discord as we're learning some of the features. Diddy was kind to say that I helped set it up. No, Diddy, <laughs> Diddy put me on his backpack and get this thing all running. But this is a spot that we're hoping to start playing with you guys more often. We like the clan features over on Bungie.net, but like Diddy said, what, what's the point of people asking to play together if it's not seen for like 13 or 14 hours? This is one of those things where we've got LFG chat rooms ready to go. We've got raiding chat rooms, all the stuff you guys need to hopefully party up. And maybe we can make some more friends with the awesome listeners in this community. Yeah. And it's all free. And there are iPhone and Android applications for it. So on the go. Very good. All right. Our first bit of news we were going to talk about last week, but we actually didn't. CJ Cowan has decided to leave Bungie. This tweet came out on the 2nd of April, so this is almost like eight days, nine days old at this point, and the tweet reads, After 13 years, I decided to part ways with Bungie yesterday. How am I now just realizing, and as it loads, how am I now just realizing the logo is a sad face? And it's him taking a selfie in front of the Bungie sign. Pretty sad. So if you guys don't know, CJ Cowan was on the 2nd, stream for the April update, the or not the April update, the second stream that Bungie did in their new Twitch studio talking about audio design. His role was the creative story lead for Destiny, and that was one of the newer teams that was put together within a year, like before The Taken King came out, and his job was to put together a team of story makers and ensure that the direction that Destiny's story was going was the trajectory that Bungie wanted. Kind of unexpected, right, Diddy? Yeah, I would say so, because we just saw him on the stream, you know, but, it, you know, our theory that we talked about before is, you know, maybe his last role at Bungie was to create this new story yeah. team to move Destiny into the future. Mm-hmm. And I am not going to, what's the word, suggest any drama sort of 
he might have just left amicably like i had a great run at bungie i love these guys but there's a new opportunity coming my way so let's do it anytime we see people leaving bungie after the whole marty o'donnell thing people <laughs> jump to the conclusion of oh yeah here comes the drama activision but, again <laughs> strikes back all right mr cowan we wish you luck in whatever your future endeavors are so our third reveal stream opened with talks from Lars Bakken, one of the PvP designers over at Bungie. He is like the PvP big dog for the design team there. Right off the bat, revives are changing. What's going on with them, Diddy? We are making them a little bit longer. <laughs> Reviving in PvP, you have to get in closer to the ghost to get the revive, and it takes just a little bit longer. And uh, even with the fast revive perks, that's going to be your alpha loop by Light Beyond Nemesis. Um, you cannot sprint revive anymore. So if you had the quick Drive revive armor done. piece on, you mm -hmm. would just sprint through the ghost while holding X or square or whatever your button is, and you would be able to revive them no longer. Yep. So to actually revive the person, I have to be a lot closer to their ghost. It takes a little bit longer. And one of the things that was very key, that overshield you get after being revived is less powerful. I saw some tweets going out this week where there's going to be a lot more snipers that are capable of res sniping somebody. If you don't know what that is, Diddy, school them. When you, when you revive, you get that overshield. It's like 100% extra health, right? And the only sniper rifles powerful enough to break through all of that health or shields is going to be the high impact. So that's your thousand yard stare, black spindle, those archetypes. But now it's just going to be a little bit less. So it's instead of like 380 shields and health, it's going to be maybe 260 or something like that. Um, so you get your mid tier impact sniper rifles into that revive sniping uh, capability now. Mm hmm. And you also have a little bit longer before you can be revived. So let's say it's Trials of Osiris, you get killed off the break. How it was is five seconds before somebody can walk over to your body and revive you. It's now going to be seven seconds. Well, let's say you get revived after getting killed. You guys know how that revive timer stacks if you're playing game types where you can revive. It will be seven additional seconds each time instead of the previous five. So to put it as easy as possible, it used to be 5, 10, 15, that direction. Now it's going to be 7, 14, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, that's huge. <laughs> Special ammo, it's reverting back to the way that we once knew it. Everybody is going to be spawning with special ammo, just like it used to be. They tried out the new special ammo economy, and it didn't really seem to work, so they're just swapping it back. One of the changes that they're doing is special ammo. The first ammo box drop is happening at three minutes into the match instead of two minutes like it was. And then after that initial drop three minutes in, the next special case will show up two minutes after that, so on and so forth. Yeah, and they also said that once you swip spe swap special weapons in the crucible, you just lose all your special ammo. You're gonna have to refine all that ammunition. You can't, you know, you can't start with a sidearm anymore and then swap to a sniper rifle when you're dead and then have all that ammo available. No, that's going away. Yeah, so the icebreaker, invective, and the sidearm special ammo exploit won't exist anymore. What would happen is they'd use invective or uh, icebreaker to charge up their special ammo, then jump off the map and during the death screen swap to their normal sniper that they want to use or whatever special weapon they want to use. That exploit has been fixed. Same thing, Diddy, the sidearm was you started with it even in the game types where you didn't spawn with special, right? Yep, exactly. 
Oh boy, my favorite change probably <laughs> of the entire stream. Heavy ammo. There's only going to be one heavy ammo drop per match. It comes at the five minute mark. That's it. And that's it. Except for <sighs> mayhem. <laughs> yeah, mayhem's mayhem really going game unchanged for the most yeah, part. It's going to be unchanged. It's just going to be and chaos trials, all the time. Trials is the same thing, you know. Yeah. First to three, and then that third round is the heavy, right? Yes. Yep, and then nothing after that. Exactly. Exactly. <clears throat> so this is going to make things more focused on that heavy drop, less people holding onto their Quillums for 900 years. By the way, <laughs> the Quillums inventory is being reduced, as is like a lot across the board. A lot of the weapons, especially special weapons inventory, is being reduced. So you're going to have to be more cautious with how you use that special ammo because you're going to be starved yes in sixes everybody is now spawning with special so we can snipe again but if your inventory is being reduced on a lot of those special special weapons use it well because no drops until three minutes into the match what's next next is crucible rewards increased legendary drops more yeah. rewards more often that's post, what we want post game this is the reward stream at the end of the match more legendaries, increased drop rate. This seems to be the continual complaint. Hey, I saw plenty of people bottoming the board getting those legendaries while I was getting a mode of light <laughs> yesterday. It's okay, I'm conditioned. I know how this works. If you complete the Shaq's weekly bounty, you know the one at the far right of his inventory, that can now drop up to 335 light rewards, which is pretty sweet. And then, of course, doing a weekly featured crucible playlist one game in it will give you a sterling treasure and where is that weekly featured playlist located in the director diddy it's in the director on the far left side of the options there so it's usually where iron banner is uh, rift when it's available stuff like that very good also trials of osiris if you go to that elusive lighthouse the rewards from the chest can drop up to 335 light. It's also interesting to note that that chest can now drop both weapons and armor. It has a chance for one yep. or the other, which is pretty cool. And then the Trials of Osiris bounties themselves can drop up to light level 330. Yep. And also the Trials of Osiris bounty, his eye upon you can be done daily. Hmm. That's a huge bounty, isn't it? What is that one? Like 10 wins? Right? Yeah, or not I 10 think wins, but 10, 10 matches. 10 completions and like 75 guardians killed between the, your fire team. It's, it's yeah, a you grind do that to daily? beat that bounty. And <laughs> well, it's possible. So streamers, you know, playing 24-7 all weekend for Trials of Osiris, they're going to be able to do that daily now. So oh, you're right. That's yeah, actually complete, huge. Complete 10 and then as a Trials fire team defeat 75 opposing guardians. You are right. Well, for streamers and like you said, backpack and Sherpas. This will be really nice for them to get some sweet rewards. Iron Banner, um, let's see, 320 rewards at rank 3 and rank 5. I actually took notes on this because I watched the stream right before we <laughs> did this. Guaranteed 320 Ghost and Artifact for getting up to rank 5 in the next Iron Banner. So if you don't have a 320 Ghost or a 320 Artifact, next Iron Banner, if you get to rank 5, you are guaranteed both of those things. And then I believe if you reach rank five, chance for something, chance for 335 drops, right? Or from the package, something like that. Yep, something like that. Also, the Iron Banner bounty of 2,500 points is changed to 1,500 points and one match completion because some people were saying, or Bungie themselves oh, yeah. said, maybe that's just a little too hard for everybody for to complete. 
<laughs> I have the quote here from Deej. Iron Banner can drop up to 335 if you get your rank 5 package. So take that how you will, guys. Don't call me out. That is a quote. The <laughs> weekly PvP activity does the Sterling Treasure Box. We talked about that. And there'll be patch notes come Tuesday that will tell us even more. Shall we swap onto weapon balance time? This is a doozy. This is a lot of info. Prepare yourselves. Yes, but the return of the Soros Diddy. I'm rubbing my <laughs> hands together as we speak. So John Wazanewski, this guy is one of my favorite dudes at Bungie. He is yep. a weapon designer there, and it's his job to ensure that there's a lot of different play styles that people have the option of choosing. So auto rifles, the high rate of fire, like low impact bullet hoses, they reduced the base damage that those ones are putting out, and the low rate of fire auto rifles are getting a little bit of a base damage buff. So your doctrine of passings are going to see a little bit of a damage reduction, and then your really slow firing, focused fire things are going to see a little bit of a base damage push. Do you remember the name of the Queen's auto rifle they showed at the end? It's one of the new ones that's coming with this uh, update. Oh, I don't remember. Her something. Yeah, it is a her something. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, pulse rifles. The super, the low rate of fire ones are getting a little bit of a base damage increase. And so that's like the spare change. In fact, they showed spare change there. It's going to make it more consistent. The messenger as well from year one trials of Osiris. Yes. I'm going to bring that one back. Favorite weapon, dude. My adept messenger, I loved that gun so much. But they're doing this so that more consistently, if you land all shots of the burst twice on their head, so you two burst somebody all from precision shots, is more consistently going to end up killing. That is ridiculously hard, by the yep. way, to land both bursts, <laughs> all precision kills. Hand cannons, you you and I probably wanted to see more changes to this class because we both like hand cannons, you more than I, but it's just increased ammo, right? The inventory size is a little bit more. Yep, they they said that hand cannons they thought were in a pretty good spot. They just needed more ammo. And by the way, as a side note, this whole week I've been using the ES Luna legendary hand cannon. Looks yeah. like a red hawk moon. Yep. I love it. It is so great. great. I use PvP. it in PvP, PvE. It is so fun to use. I was actually doing really well with it in the Crucible. So I don't know what people are complaining about legendary hand cannons being terrible. It was actually really good and really easy. Fusion rifles are getting increased stability across the board. So this is going to affect the actual shots. Like you should be getting more clean, tight shots off of your fusion rifles across the board. We kind of saw use of it in the stream. And I can't remember which pulse he was using or excuse me, which fusion he was using at the time. But it looked decent. I still don't think it's going to be top dog contender. But is this enough? Is it not (laughs) enough? Do we wait and see? Uh, I know Lurk Zero, friend of the show, has been a huge fan of Plan C this past mm-hmm. couple weeks because Plan C is just hilarious. That exotic perk, the the fast swap and insta charge is hilarious to catch people off guard. I also played a game against f- four or five people. They were in a fire team. They were all using fusion rifles. And I'm like, oh my God, these are so frustrating because I can see <laughs> them charge it up, but yeah. they would still kill me, you know, because... Mm-hmm. Maybe because I was using a legendary hand cannon. That was probably it. I want to bring out fusions. I'm going to try that as soon as the patch launches. What's going I on? Got, oh, sniper I got changes. a hip fire, hip fire yeah. uh, fusion rifle the other day. It was Do really you? nice. All yep. right. I look forward to seeing some clips on your channel then. 
Oh, sniper dear. rifles. <laughs> it was noted that they are seeing a lot of use. They're the most popular secondary right now. Speaking of which, the 1K stare is the most popular, most equipped special weapon of all time in Destiny. Right? <laughs> that's yeah, that's nuts. what they said. Ever yeah, of yeah. all time. <laughs> Makes sense. You get it from completing the campaign. It has Firefly. It's a nice impact sniper with pretty good aim assist stat, so why not use it, right? Well, they felt like players are using sniper rifles a little bit too much like a close and mid-range weapon. A lot of quick scoping. You and I have played quite a bit of PvP since December and can say, yeah, there is a ton of snipers rocking that secondary spot for most guardians. So what they're doing is on all of the closest range scopes, your ambush scopes, like the that archetype of scope, they're pushing out the zoom a bit more. So the, the range is increased essentially. And they added two frames of zoom-in animation across the board for whatever scope it is that you're using. So it's a little bit harder to go for those quick scopes. And when you actually do zoom in, you're zoomed in a little bit further than what your typical ambush would be. Yeah, that's ambush, short gaze, and long view, I think. Think about this as well. So they added two frames. It's a 30 FPS game. So it's just a fraction of a second longer. So it's not like, oh my God, it's going to feel like... I'm running through molasses trying to pull up my sniper rifle to my eye. It's no, it's going to be noticeable, but uh, very slight. Also, the snapshot perk, the one that makes you aim a little bit quicker, it's now a 20% increase uh, or faster instead of 30% faster. So it's just a slight change there as well. Yeah, so snapshot's not going to be a go around for the additional two frames that they're, they're adding. Still should be yep. useful, but their reasoning is snipers should be effective as long range tools and not close and mid-range battle rifle type stuff emotions opinions this is the one that i know quite a few pvpers are going to be upset about me personally i'm just gonna wait and try man i mean i've been using sniper rifles pretty much all the time um i think those of us who are diehard sniper fans they're not going to notice too much of a change and they're still going to use it in the way that they want to um but uh people who were not used to it they're going to be like oh this is too slow let's give me my uh, fusion rifle back okay the Mita Multi-Tool, it is ridiculously popular, the most popular PvP weapon since the December patch. They showed the little graph, and it went right up to the top. Like, you can see this <laughs> huge wall. Oh, look, it's really good, and that's that's right. What they're doing is they're removing high-caliber rounds, and that's it. That's the only change that's happening with the Mita Multi-Tool. They think that it's a pretty balanced weapon. It requires skill from the players. So this change is a modest one. I think it's enough to, with the other weapon buffs that we're seeing and we're going to talk about here in a second, I think it's enough to sort of maybe put more choice in the players' minds when they're hopping into PvP. Yep. What's going on with the Suros? As Deej put it, Darth Vader's Ferrari. <laughs> Suros, base damage increase. The spinning up perk starts a little bit later, about four bullets later. That's the one that uh, shoots faster as it uh, fires longer. And then the focus fire has increased significantly, uh, increased range. And you can max out the range with the Suros now. Yeah, so if you select the right perks, you can have max range Suros. Oh, I'm so happy. I loved... <laughs> I know so many people hated the Suros PvP era. If you go back and watch Destiny the Show from like December 2014 until February, like right <laughs> before the Thornpocalypse patch, 
Oh, it was two months of glorious Suros gameplay with shotguns, too, you guys. Oh, <laughs> you'd be so proud of me. I love Suros, but seeing the gameplay in the background and hearing about these buffs, there's going to be Suros in a lot of places. I think it's going to be a very popular weapon when we come back. So, is that good or bad? Who knows? We get to try something new. What's going on with the Hawkmoon, Diddy? Hawkmoon, they're just increasing the range yes! of that hand cannon. So they're not changing anything to the damage, the impact, the perks, whatever. It's just increased range. So that's going to be a little bit more reliable at long range or medium to long range. You and I both like this gun, right? Yeah, it looks really good, sounds really awesome, and it's going to be a little bit more effective now. We're Xbox peasants, man. This is one of those new <laughs> treats for us where we didn't get burned out on it. It's one of those things where I think Hawkmoon right now is pretty decent, but increasing the range, going to make it even better. Oh, the last word. Shall we play a, 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 a tiny violin right here for all the <laughs> last word snipers? <laughs> last word, base damage decreased in the last word exotic perk. It's still a three-shot kill. And you can still get the aim assist and stability, just a little bit less damage on that exotic perk there. Yeah, so the hip fire. If you yep. were a very skilled hip fire player, the time to kill is absurd. Like, it's just nasty, nasty, nasty fast. So they have reduced it. They showed plenty of kills with the last word. Still going to be viable, but not going to be in the same position. And when I did my little violin joke, hey... I'm not the one making these balance changes. Diddy's not the one making these balance changes. We're telling you about it. Opinion-wise, both he and I look forward to trying something new, and we'll share our experience and thoughts after we've tried it. But I had somebody on YouTube this week, Diddy, who's like, I was talking about the Stormcaller nurse, and he's like, did you or Bungie even think about PvE before doing this? And I'm like, what, what are you talking about me? I'm not doing anything, dude. Like, it's them. Don't blame me, Okay. Oh, uh, what's next? Thorn. This was Thorn. so well executed, don't you think? Yeah. Still a year one weapon. Minimized damage over time. They reduced the duration of the damage over time from six seconds to four seconds. No, six ticks. ticks. Oh, excuse me. Ticks. So instead yeah. of six ticks, it's now four. Less intense effects when shot by the Thorn as well. Yeah, so like that visual green is a little bit less. The amount of damage those ticks do is the absolute minimum that they can apply in PvP. And it, sorry about the mess up there in the show notes. I should have written ticks more clearly. But yeah, it's, it's less time. So their goal was to still make it feel like a really great weapon to use, but to feel less sucky when you get killed by it. I think it's, it's a great idea. Like that was really, when you saw it, now the dot still stacks as previous like didn't it stack up to five times wasn't that the the change yeah, that we came to like that yeah so it's still around you can still use it still get the same emotional feelings but i think we're going to view popularity decrease in the sweats icebreaker what's going on there man still a year one weapon and by that we mean the attack damage value is still going to be 160 170 um, address the issue where players could get special ammo from switching this weapon after dying. Handling came down a little bit. Zoom distance is uh, a bit a bit changed. Uh, same thing with the other sniper rifles. The zoom distance is going to be a little bit more zoom. Um, and then the handling. So running around, pulling it up, scoping in, it's going to be a little bit slower. Yep. 
Sidearm is the only swap, or excuse me, the only thing that happened is that swap exploit doesn't work, so you're not going to be able to, to use it after dying to get your special ammo anymore. Heavy ammo for machine guns and rocket launchers, like the inventory is reduced like across the board. We'll get the full details on how much for which weapons when the patch notes releases, but how much ammo you have for your quillums sitting in reserve in your inventory, it's going to be a whole stinking lot less. We didn't get exact numbers there. so And to address this for the pve people who are worried yo i really need my hmg for pve <laughs> stuff the pink ammo bricks are going to be dropping a lot more in pve to address this dregs promise diddy we haven't seen this weapon in forever what's up with projectiles it? track on uh, aim down sights lock so similar to a rocket launcher it won't give the audible cue that it's locked on but when you aim down the sights with the dregs promise which is one of the prison of elders weapons coming forward into year two values with the new prison of elders game modes uh, they're now going to track so it's going to be a little bit more like a, a needler except without the super combine it looked nasty in the stream it looked really <laughs> nasty now whether or not you're going to be able to use it to great effect in real pvp on live servers time will tell the telesto they fixed an issue where the projectiles did not recognize shooting at your allies or your friends. So yes, you can now, as of April 12th, attach your projectiles to a friend and it will explode, damaging enemies but not your friend. So if you've got a dude who you've, let's say you got a brimstone warlock who's going in, gonna take B, you stick him <laughs> with all your Telesto bubbles, he runs straight in there, the bubbles pop, damage the enemies, and then he goes in for the kill with brimstone and gets an even bigger explosion. I can see it now. Diddy, we need to make that happen, okay? <laughs> okay. 1K stare. Most equipped special weapon in Destiny. Removed some bolts from the inventory and has a stronger scope. Yeah, so the, the scope changes that we talked about for ambush and all of the, the tightest zoom or the lowest zoom scopes, that applies to 1K stare, but the inventory is a bit smaller, and that's how they're going to end up. Still allowing people and honoring the folks who worked really hard for their perfect role 1k stairs, but it's just going to be maybe less of a dominant weapon in that special ammo slot. So at the end of the stream, we had Grant Mackay hop on board with Deej. He is a class designer over at Bungie. Starting off with the Sun Singer, they're nerfing Flame Shield. So Flame Shield is going to be weaker, and you're going to be able to activate it less often. That means a longer cooldown. They are giving a slight buff to Solar Wind and Brimstone, the two melee abilities that are not Flame Shield. Those are going to charge faster, so less cooldown. Brimstone is the melee ability where if it's a killing blow and you land the Brimstone melee, he blows up and deals AoE damage. They did make note it's going to get a little bit of a buff for PvE. I don't know if the damage is going to get any buff in PvP. Doubtful since they didn't say anything. And Solar Wind is the melee ability where you knock back like the enemy, which... It's funny for trolling, but I think it's almost useless for PvP, or I've just not seen somebody use it effectively, right? Yeah. The Radiance time while using Fireborn, which is the self-res version of Radiance, has been reduced. If you're running Radiant Skin or the other one, it's unchanged. So if you're running self-res, the amount of time that you're going to be in super form is going to be less. The real controversial thing here is that the Firebolt Grenade has not been touched. Firebolt's the Viking Funeral and Touch of Flame. That's the Super Burn build. Like, that hasn't been changed whatsoever. Okay, so the Super Burn build is when you run Firebolt Nades, Viking Funeral, which doubles the duration and damage of solar-based damage over time, 
And then the final perk is Touch of Flame, which allows the player's grenades to ignite enemies dealing solar damage over time, five ticks, seven damage per tick. So if you combine all three of those together, when you land a Firebolt grenade, you deal like 160 damage. I think in some cases it's like 165 damage. So if you're using a gun like the Mita, all you gotta do is land one or two shots and they're dead. There's so many reasons why people are using this, especially in trials, because it's really, really good. Why didn't we hear any balance changes about this, Daddy, and why is it causing controversy? We didn't hear anything about it because they they mentioned that they would have to really adjust more than just those perks. They'd have to basically redefine the subclass, and it's a little bit more intricate than just changing some numbers on, like, Thorn damage over time mm -hmm. you know Makai uh, said specifically off that point we can't change viking funeral without fundamentally changing the sun singer subclass so continue yeah i mean i was just gonna say that it's it's a, it's a problem because it's it's so powerful and it's this is a huge update that's coming out and bungie's just like nah, it's a little bit too complex for us to do is is it that or do they think that the nerf to flame shield is enough and if they were to alter the damage over time you know with the viking funeral super burn build that the subclass wouldn't be useful anymore i mean i noticed makai saying the sun singers a lot of it is about those damage over times and if we remove that fundamentally overhauling stuff like well then why not fundamentally overhaul it is my question I'm not going to take a side on this because people have very heated opinions on both ends of the stick. But for me, I hate when I get hit <laughs> with a super burn name because you're out of the fight for like 10 seconds. Not just the damage, but you are out of the fight waiting for your shields to recharge for so stinking long, right? Yeah. And it's even with the recovery buffs. I mean, if you run zero recovery in Crucible, it's not going to come back for a while. <laughs> yep. Well... Time will tell, this caused a lot of salt, but let's talk about the Stormcallers, a subclass we both agree could have used some nerfs a while back, yes? I don't, personally, I don't think these are enough. <laughs> really? Three minor nerfs that are coming. Landfall, can't destroy a Titan bubble. Landfall blind is a smaller radius, and across the board super drains faster when firing lightning, and it depletes quicker too. Yeah, so the actual time that you have in super form is less and when you fire the lightning out of your hands it depletes a lot quicker so you actually you might need to aim i know it sounds crazy <laughs> i'm a warlock main guys and just hearing that i might need to aim my storm collar shots pff, what is this madness yo <laughs> we we can agree with transcendence storm collar lasts too long i'm a warlock main and i will tell you it lasts forever they even joked about it in the stream too so I'm happy to see these changes. I don't think you're nuking the class to oblivion. I think you're still going to be able to get ridiculously nice clips and good plays using it, but you'll actually need to think before holding down the right trigger and just cruising around the map. Yep. Voidwalker stuff. I'm so happy. Voidwalker's my favorite subclass. <laughs> so they are buffing the energy drain perk, like the boost you get from it. So grenades will recharge quickly upon activation of energy drain. That's your melee ability, okay? Allowing people to use their skills more often. That means obsidian bomber builds will return. And there was a, a build that I made a video about a long, long time ago. And when people say builds in, in Destiny, it's like there's 18 other people who've done the same build because it's not like we have a ton of different options, <laughs> right? But Soul Rip, when you kill somebody with the, the melee ability, grants you super energy back to your bar. 
So if you're wearing the Obsidian Mind, that also grants you super energy back for kills you get while Nova bombing. So it's this constant feedback loop as you're being this energy vampire, meleeing people, getting more energy back. And that improves the cooldown of your grenade, which is doing more damage. Then you Nova bomb them and you get a bunch of energy back. It's just, I love that subclass. So I think Nova bomb and Void Walkers in general are going to be way more popular on this next balance update. Hopefully. Hopefully. We'll see Hunter changes too soon. I know the other subclasses kind of <laughs> yes. felt left out, right? Yeah, I mean, I kind of, I was kind of disappointed when they didn't talk about some subclass, uh, Hunter subclass balance changes, like uh, Blade Dancer, maybe, in PvP, or not PvP, excuse me, PvE, or something yeah. like that, or Gunslinger changes in PvE. Um, but uh, I kind of understand, you know, this, this update is not an expansion or whatever. It's maybe there was not enough time to address the hunters, so hopefully next expansion we'll see some uh, hunter rebalancing. I wouldn't be surprised if there's some sneaky stuff in the patch notes that talks about maybe some Blade Dancer buffs because Blade Dancers have just fallen off a cliff. <laughs> or so it <laughs> seems. Alright, Diddy, that's uh, going to do it before the April 12th update. I want to remind our listeners again, new Discord, you can check the link for it on our website, destinytheshow.com. Diddy, where can people find your content? Twitter.com slash Diddy, DTS, D I T T Y, DTS, and YouTube.com slash Wooshness, W O O O S H N E S S. Remember to check out our friends over at. <laughs> Remember to check out our friends over at DestinyTracker.com, the best place to track your stats in the Destiny universe. You can go to our website, DestinyTheShow.com, for all the links from today and more. You can follow us on Twitter at DestinyTheShow. And you can follow me on Twitter and YouTube at BBKDragoon. Enjoy the update. Cannot wait for next week's show. Thank you.